Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live. I am your host, Viz, and today we are joined by executive producer, Peter Folk. Peter, thank you so much for being our guest today. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I should correct you. It's it's Polk, actually. It's a silent Polk. age. Oh, Polk. okay. It's Peter Polk. mispronounced, but, uh, you know, uh, it's all good. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. And let's just get right to it. Uh, you and Ty West have worked together so many times. Uh, how long have you and Ty known each other? Uh, I think it's... Uh, nearly 20 years now. I mean, to to, to age ourselves, uh, we went to we met at the School of Visual Arts in New York City together uh, in, in film school, and um, the village. You know, and and uh, I remember distinctly meeting Ty uh, uh, in our in our big film history classes, um, and then uh, but moreover later on in the editorial room back when we were still editing on film itself and using steambacks and stuff, and I just could tell that he was really into the craft and so was I. And so we just really connected and bonded over, over that. And well, that leads me to, uh, to another question. He went through the directing route writer. You went through the executive, you know, the producing route. How did that come about where he went the directing route and you chose to produce? Um, I think it's, you know, that was just sort of a natural progression for me. Um, I was in the, the same like uh, producing, I mean, I'm sorry, directing track at School of Visual Arts. Uh, producing wasn't a, a concentration at the time, um, but uh, I quickly realized in having to produce our own short films that you always need a producer. Someone's got to kind of organize everything in order to create that environment in which, you know, a filmmaker can come in and, and direct a scene. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's you know, for me, that was my path. I just had a natural um, gravitation to, to organizing, uh, you know, all the chaos that is filmmaking. And as fellow producers, we all know, we both know that producers do the bulk of the work when it comes to putting stuff together. So <laughs> it's definitely the hardest job of them all. So I want to congratulate you on Pearl. Uh, I just came out just not even two weeks ago. It'll be two weeks uh, this coming Friday, September 16th. It's now playing in theaters. For anybody that has not watched it yet, it is a prequel to X. Again, Ty West directed and wrote the film. Now, what's weird about these two films is that they both came out in the same year, which is kind of unusual for like this new up-and-coming franchise. How did that all come about? I mean, I think it was just the natural, um, organic uh, situation that that kind of rose out of the pandemic. Um, X was a movie that that went into production uh, in the beginning of 2021, um, and uh, Ty had an idea for the prequel, and um, and so um, and it's something that he's talked about a lot is like when we made the movie The Sacrament, uh, we built the compound that's in that movie um, just outside of uh, um, Savannah, Georgia. And, you know, all that effort that goes into it. And then when the movie was done, like, you know, all those sets just disappear. And it was sort of a shame to see, you know, uh, you know, all that work just go away. And so that was something that uh, he felt, uh, you know, he didn't want to see happen with X. And, um, and you know, and a prequel is just a, a great place to, to go uh, when you can revisit the same location and essentially restore it um 60 years earlier and you mentioned the sacrament i gotta i gotta plug that film it's an amazing film uh both you and ty you know it, it's the jim jones story jonestown uh retold 
with slight variations, but what a, a great film that I really just stumbled upon by accident, like last month, if you can believe it. <laughs> and I'm like, what's this? And I checked it out, and what a great, great film that was. And to find out that Ty directed it, you produced it as well, uh, just goes to show the long list of great films that you guys worked on together. Now, were you brought in as a executive producer for both X and Pearl right from the start? Um, I mean, I think, you know, Ty had been um, brewing uh, the script for X for some time, the story, and he just felt that like A24 was going to be the company to make the movie. And once uh, it started going, you know, I got a call from from both Ty and Jacob Jaffke, uh, our, our producing partner, um, who's been with us through this journey as well. And um, yeah, they were heading off to New Zealand to go find uh, a location, uh, the farm, uh, to make this, you know, to double the double for Texas ultimately. Mm -hmm. um, and then because of the pandemic, um, you know, I wasn't able to join them uh, out there, uh, but managed uh, all the post-production on the movie uh, remotely. And so that, you know, was its own unique sort of situation, given that we had an editor in LA, production going on in New Zealand, um, and getting all that footage, you know, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Now, the the films encapsulate this uh, for the opening and closing credits, this sort of 1960s type feel with the type of fonts that are used for the credits, the smile from this psychopath of a girl. Uh, then you have sort of the tributes to classic horror movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and a little bit of Psycho. How was that all brought together? Uh, I mean, like Ty is such an encyclopedia of of, of 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 cinema of movies. I mean, he's been watching them. Um, uh, you know, I remember specifically in college. He he's from Wilmington, Delaware. We would go down there to shoot some of the short films, and then end up staying at his parents' house. And then you know, we'd always end up watching something because he's just um, such a well watched uh, individual with with movies. And so. I think, you know, we have been making movies for such some time that, you know, there's just trust, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like I um, I read the script and I just know that Ty's going to come up with something so unique in the approach. And and we saw that in X and then, you know, he delivers it even more with Pearl. I remember reading Pearl as X was uh, prepping to go into production and I was just, you know, kind of blown away with the, the script and how nuanced uh you know this character you know it's a real deep dive into uh you know into a basically you know killer psychopath uh, i mean <laughs> I, I mean it doesn't get more nuttier and we're gonna get to mia goth in a second now uh the post credit there's a post credit teaser scene at, at at the end of x for pearl rumor has it that both movies were shot three weeks apart is that true or not yeah, it's fairly accurate. I mean, it, essentially, yeah, four weeks really was the yeah we had wrapped uh, X and then product and then prep when it immediately went into effect on Pearl with the same uh, crew that was in New Zealand at the time, um, and then in that time, Ty was then working on the X cut, and so I mean, we were really then juggling two movies um, as then Pearl went into production for about four and a half weeks, mm -hmm. and uh, and now we have two movies to kind of get through. So the focus was on getting X done. And then out, um, and that was incredibly exciting. While not losing traction um, on the progress of Pearl, and and so, and we had, were just you know incredibly supported by A twenty four. I can't speak uh, enough great things about them, and I'm, I'm wearing the the X shirt yeah. that they put out. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so it was just sort of like, you know, and 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 I think the the, the teaser for Pearl kind of came about very close to when we were about to, you know, play and premiere the movie at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, there was a lot of internal conversations about it. And, you know, I think, you know, because it hadn't been announced yet, it was very exciting to kind of share that not only, you know, um, is this forthcoming, it's it's essentially done. Um, at, at that point, you know, editorial was yeah. well, uh, was already picture locked and we were moving into the finishing of it. Now, going back to A24 for a second, you got to give them a lot of credit because that was a business wise. It's a risky move. You don't know how X is going to do. They didn't know that it was going to be the success that it was because there's no guarantees in this business. But for them to feel so secure to produce and put out two films uh, the same year, uh, was that a negotiation? Were they on board the whole way with that? I mean, you as a producer, how did that go? I mean, I think, you know, I think, you know, they were very... um you know, they're, they're very supportive as, you know, to, you know, for the filmmakers, very filmmaker friendly. And we found that, um, you know, by, you know, Ty would set the, you know, the stage, he, he told them about the movie and then went off to write it, delivered the script. And then, you know, so it's a process and, you know, he's delivering on it. I think we all saw the potential in X while, you know, while it was being uh, filmed, you could see it in the dailies. I mean, mm-hmm. X was something really special. Um, all the, effort that went into even the look development that was put into the dailies. So I think early on, everyone just had such a, you know, confidence um, in what Ty was making with X that, um, you know, the once, once Pearl, once the concept of how do we make Pearl, you know, kind of was figured out. Um, I think it was, a, you know, just a really smart decision. I mean, we had oh, so yeah. many people already there and you're in the middle of pandemic. So, yeah, you have then, you know, on the other side of it, the option to release two movies in potentially the same year, which is what has happened. Exactly. And not have to start fresh with each one. Now, uh, let's talk about the time periods. X takes place in the 70s. Uh, Pearl uh, during the end of World War One. Uh, how important are the time periods to the storytelling for X and for the prequel Pearl? You know, Ty, you know, I think chooses that time because he's he's focusing on the filmmaking aspects of 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 um, you know this the Technicolor world um, and you know honestly I, I just felt that like uh, to take the story back to you know Pearl you know you know as a young woman you know, you know, coming of age and uh, kind of really figuring herself out. I mean, I think that's, I think that's where the story kind of lies because mm-hmm. we meet her much later in her life. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, for you, you also recognize the importance of what Ty did in exploring, I don't want to say origins, but basically how she evolved to what we see all saw her in X. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, so the other thing is that, like, you know, the first thing uh, Ty did was 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 speak to Mia about staying, you know, how would she feel about staying a little longer because he had this kind of idea for a prequel and then they started to write it together. And while he was in quarantine in New Zealand, was FaceTiming with Mia uh, in developing this character. And at the very least, they felt that, like, at least this this background on the Pearl character would inform her performance in X. And then if they get the opportunity to make that movie, um then we would have something really special exactly yeah uh so let's talk about the character pearl it's very easy for us to label her as a psychopath sociopath and just be done with it but it goes a lot deeper than that and that is 
slowly given to us through both films. Um, for me, Pearl is like someone who is desperately afraid to be left alone. Uh, she also desperately wants to get out of that farm and become a movie star, you know, a dancer, uh, do something with her life. Uh, what are your feelings? How do you view Pearl? Well, I think she's a, a product of her, of her environment. Um, and in that area, I mean, I think, you know, what Ty was really um, sharp to do was to set it during the Spanish flu, which is like something, you know, with the pandemic we've experienced, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's something that are very relatable. Um, and um, I think mental health, you know, issues, you know, arise when, you know, you're, you know, forced to be living in such isolation. Um, and I think that's, you know, what was going on with Pearl. She was longing for her husband who was, you know, you know, in another country fighting the war. Um, and then uh, has a really very strict mother. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so she just dreamed for a better life. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, as, as, as people who love movies, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I think movies can offer a little sense of uh, escapism. Oh yeah. I think that's, she, 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 she goes there and just seeking it. And, um, you know, maybe gets a little carried away with, with what, you know, she wants and like kind of loses a grip on reality, you know, and I think that can happen to the best of us, you know, and I think, you know, if we were to really circle back and think, you know, to the conversation about the sacrament, I mean, I don't think people say, Hey, I want to join a cult. Like it's sort of, you get indoctrined um, yeah. and, uh, and you just don't know how you end up there. My uh, favorite scene of Pearl, well, of both movies, this is in regards to Mia at the end of Pearl, when she's talking to Mitzi, you know what I'm getting at. And she does that big story, that big reveal. Oh, my God. Was that captivating is such an understatement. What did you think about that whole scene and how Mia played it out? Well, Mia is just like a, you know, a force. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, she proved herself um, in, in the dual roles in, in X. And then in Pearl, she just brings it to the next level. Um, in that sequence, it's like uh, Ty describes uh, filming that as a stunt because, you know, you're just going to like turn the camera on and let her go. Yeah. Uh, and there's a very specific um, point in the dialogue, in the monologue where, um, you know, once they get past that point, they have to kind of run it to the end. And it, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, you know, it's tricky, but you know, this is movie making and it's exciting to do something, you know, um, a little different and, uh, and not, you know, usual it's unexpected. And I think, you know, that's how, um, the entire continues to subvert audiences. You know, I think going into Pearl, uh, we're seeing, uh, you know, it's such a different style of filmmaking and it's refreshing, you know, that it's not just, uh, you know, you know, it's not X again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, there is a third one that's listed called, well, for now, it's called Maxine with three X's. Um, just Mia Goth, Ty West are only listed for the project. I assume you're going to be involved with that as well. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Um, you know, Ty, <laughs> while we were, you know, in editorial on Pearl, I mean, he has a great, you know, kind of uh, follow up and making a trilogy. I mean, he talked about uh, it being a trilogy all the way back at South by Southwest earlier this year. So um, for me, it's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm here to support Ty in any way that he he needs. Um, and uh, and I think, you know, we're going to be in for another awesome ride in, in Maxine. I'm looking forward to that. In the few minutes that we have left, I want to talk about some of your other projects because you have done so many great movies. The Innkeepers, Sacrament uh, that we've talked about, 
VHS, 1BR, great, great horror movies. The Innkeepers, Sarah Paxton was my guest. Did you get to sleep at the Yankee Peddler Inn as well? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the origins of the of the Innkeepers, the movie, is because we stayed at the Yankee Peddler Inn while making The House of the Devil. Um, that was about, yeah, the Yankee Peddler was in Torrington, Connecticut, and about 40 minutes just uh, away from, from the house in The House of the Devil. And so we all lived there, and we were on these crazy night schedules, and everyone was having these, like, you know, incredible dreams. And so Ty was inspired to, like, kind of write a story about, you know, the place because it was so unique. It was so kooky. Um, and, uh, and it was, you know, a movie that <laughs> I think I'll never prep a movie as quickly as I did that because I already knew the owner and uh -huh. was able to get, you know, like I said, Hey, we're, you remember us, we were a rowdy bunch, uh, you know, of, <laughs> staying up all night. Uh, well, we want to come back and make another movie there. And they were <laughs> like, okay. And this, you know, gave us the keys and let us have at it. Another movie, one BR, Alok Mishra, uh, I, you know, Nicole Bryden Bloom, uh how, how i mean that turned out to be a big sleeper hit on netflix how did you get involved with that well um it's it's a funny like i think la story um alok and i met at a bar in la just um uh and uh it used to be my old uh my old my old spot um and uh you know it was one of those conversations where he was talking to me and he just said hey yeah i just produced my first uh, horror movie um and uh and that's all he kind of said to me. And I said, oh, I, I know a little bit about horror movies is, is kind of my response. And, you know, and not knowing him, just meeting him and not knowing what I was getting into. But then, you know, he shared the movie with me at that point. Um, and they had just finished um, kind of picture locking the movie and they were just kind of like getting to the finishing. And so I screened it at home and uh, really was blown away with what David Murmur did in that mm -hmm. movie. Um, I thought it was uh, such a strong offering from a first time filmmaker um, I think, you know, Nicole's incredible in the movie. Um, I think the movie is not what you think it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's always the best when, when you, you know, when you're like kind of surprised and I think it's, you know, and it's one of my favorite endings that uh, I've seen in a while. And so I was super jazz and I just wanted to support the filmmakers, you know, I mean, I, that's what I'm about. Um, you know, I got my start, uh, at Larry Pheasant's, uh, production company, Glass Eye Picks. And so, you know, and he was always, uh, in advocating for the artists. And so this is what, you know, I've kind of taken on to do. And, um, and so I helped the Loke, you know, kind of navigate their film festival, you know, strategy mm -hmm. and help them find a distribution partner in dark sky films, uh, who, you know, I've made a number of films with as well, including, uh, you know, the innkeepers and, yeah. the House of the um, and stake land as well. Yeah. Jim movie. Um, so yeah. And then, so they invited me on as an EP and, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just cheerleading for them and, um, you know, the movie opened during the pandemic, so we didn't get to, to, to see it in theaters, uh, yeah. sadly, but, um, uh, when Netflix picked it up in our secondary window, you know, it managed to get to number one in the U S which mm -hmm. was incredibly exciting for, you know, a very small title. Yeah. So I'm very proud to be involved with the movie and supportive and look forward to, what David um, brings next. Um, I think he and Alok um, and Alok's producing partner are, are all working together on something new. Um, and I'm working with Alok on, on a series offering. It's actually Alok and I and Eduardo Sanchez, along with uh, uh, an anonymous writer uh, who goes by the name of Bleeding Critic. Wow, uh, so, that's yeah. pretty cool. All right, so yeah. last question. Out of all these amazing films that you worked on, it, this is gonna put you on the spot. Is there a particular project that holds a special place in your heart? Absolutely. Um, I, you know, it kind of goes back to my origins and like, you know, where I kind of started. Right. And um, 
And I'm very grateful to Larry Fessenden and his company and the opportunity. So, I mean, we we got to make the roost right out of college, and um, and that's where I met Larry, and that was Ty's first feature. Uh, and then we went back to make Trigger Man and uh, Graham Resnick's movie, I Can See You, but it wasn't until I jumped on uh, Glenn McQuaid's movie called I Sell the Dead. It's just like horror comedy uh, about a, a pair of bumbling grave robbers in the late 17th century in the, in the like, fictitious British Isles. Um, it stars Larry and Dominic Monaghan, uh, as well as Ron Perlman. And I just had a, a real blast making that. It was a, a real step up for me to kind of, you know, uh, get uh, more established and recognizable faces involved with the movie. Yeah. Uh, we went all out with it, and uh, you know, I think we played like so many film festivals. It's you know, it's 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 a film that's dear to me because I just really felt um, like, like I had graduated to something much bigger. I totally understand, Peter. I want to thank you so much for coming on here and sharing the stories about X, Pearl, all these other amazing movies, guys. Pearl is out in theaters right now. If you've watched X, you got to watch Pearl. It's the prequel. Uh, Peter, you have any final thoughts before we go? Um. Yeah, I think, you know, keep going to the movies. Exactly. exactly. They made a comeback. I was questioning there for a while during COVID. I'm like, are they going to survive this? But they did. Uh, to my surprise, they did. And I'm so happy that they did because going to the movies is not just about the movies. Like everybody says, it's the experience that cannot be replaced. I want to thank our guest, Peter Polk. I want to thank our audience, those of you who are tuning in live and those of you who will be tuning in later on. Uh, stay safe on behalf of Peter and myself. Till next time, stay walking. Bye, everybody.